Let's go. I'm Matthew Gullard, your podcast host and sophomore at K. Welcome, Falcons to Falcon Live. This is our fourth podcast. You with one heck of a good golf player on our podcast. His name is sophomore Javier Pandy, and I first met him last year in the intro art class as a freshman. Javier Pandy went to St. Francis Middle School, and he picked up golf at a young age. Javier is one of the top golf players in the country who received national recognition for golf, including KHOU Athlete of the Week, features on the Golf Channel, and many more local recognitions. This can all be seen by simply looking up this absolute celebrity up on Google. Ladies and gentlemen, Javier Pandy. Hi, my name is Javier Pandy. I'm a sophomore and a varsity golfer at the Kincaid School. Javier, man, how are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Good. Now, um, Javier, you picked up golf at a young age, right? I did, yeah. I started. I originally started just hitting balls and playing in the backyard when I was about two. Uh, because my grandfather, he's a very avid golfer, and I picked, I learned it from him. And when I was about six years old, my parents decided to put me in my first tournament. And uh, I just fell in love with the game from that from that very first day, and I've just played it ever since then. Do you remember like which tournament or where that was? Right. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a little U.S. Kids uh, local tour championship in uh, the April Sound Country Club, which is a public course in Houston. And uh, I remember uh, I shot a 60 for nine holes. And after the round, I thought to myself, I'm winning because I had the highest score, not knowing that golf was was won by having the lowest score. So that's that's something I always laugh at. So literally like 10 years later, you won you know the drive chip and putt contest. Did, did you ever picture yourself when you were six years old to do to even accomplish something near that beat? Yeah, see, when I when I picked it up, I had I I I was just playing it for fun. I never really had any any aspirations of playing in college or at the professional level. It was just just a game to me. But seeing seeing where it's brought me and all that that the game of golf has done for me, I'm I'm very grateful for that. So, so at at six years old, what what school were you at? Were you at St. Francis? I was or? in St. Francis. Yeah, that was that was my school from primary school all the way until I came here to Kincaid in high school. Okay, so now going into like middle school, you played soccer, football, and golf. Yes, I I played a lot of sports in middle school. I also uh, throughout till I was around twelve years old, I also did competitive gymnastics, which has definitely helped me with my golf game because. Golf requires a lot of balance and, I guess, and core strength, so that's that's helped me out a lot. Now, um, I heard you played football without your mom's permission. Um, uh, Hunter Masterson told me your dad would to actually come pick you up and take you to practices. Um, what, Hunter, you're not supposed to tell people about this. <laughs> what, what, what was that like? Well, it was it, well football for me. I always enjoyed playing it, just being able to spend time with my friends and, and the long practices that we had. So. My mom, obviously, she was very worried about me playing football because she didn't want me to risk risk my golf career. So what my dad and I did is we we <laughs> we bought a pair of cleats and we, we said they were soccer cleats. So my mom was under the impression I was playing soccer instead of football. But uh, I ended up finishing the season, no injuries. So she was happy about that and <laughs> it worked out. Now, uh, Javier, is there any teacher, coach, um, older mentor you looked up to in middle school that, you know, helped you get on top of your game in terms of school, family life, and, you know, golf? Well, obviously my parents, they've, they've always been my biggest supporters. Um, they've, they've just really helped me. They've made me realize, like, 
it's not all about golf. You have to stay focused on your academics. You can't slack off on that just because you're doing well in golf. So they really just helped me to, to remain balanced and, and not lose track of lose track of my goals, I guess. That's very good. Javier, I look you up on Google and I I find all the great things you do relating to golf. I'm pretty jealous because when you when I look you up, there's only like there's like ten Google pages dedicated to you with the accomplishments you've achieved. Now you look me up on Google and you basically find nothing. On another note, you went to Augusta two weekends ago, right? I did. Um, you won the drive chip and putt contest for 14 to 15 year olds. Um, can you kind of walk me through that from you know the minute you tie your shoes to that you know flight back to Houston? Right. It was it was a really great experience, you know, just being able to go to Augusta. It's a place where I've growing up, I've always wanted to go. I've, been, I've watched it on TV my whole life, watching the Masters there and all the, the great moments that have happened. And getting the, the chance and the opportunity to go there was really just something really special for me. Nice. Um, Javier, when when you accomplish something like that, is there ever a moment where you where you just think, like, like I, I did it. Do you always, do you have like any of those moments? Was it this tournament or found like a past one? Right. Yeah. So, you know, golf, golf's a, a game that requires a lot of practice and I've been working on it for many years now. So it's when I, when I finally win these big tournaments, it's so gratifying because it shows that all my hard work's paid off. And, and especially after this one, this is one of the biggest tournaments I've won. And uh, definitely being able to win at Augusta meant a lot to me. So. Nice. Um, I, I watched your interview on the Golf Channel, um, and I saw your dad was with you. Was he, was he the only family member there? No, was actually, they were, they were able to take my, uh, my whole family out there. So my mom and my little sister were able to support me as well. And they've been, they've been very supportive throughout my whole life, and especially my golf career, and I couldn't have done it without them. And I saw I saw at the end uh, as you won the, um, the the contest, you one of your friends was there. Do you, I forget his name, but do you remember him? Yeah, he's he's one of my good golfing buddies. His name's Treed Huang, and he's uh, he lives uh, in Houston as well. And he's actually we can we call him the Drive Chip and Butt King because he's been he's been four times and won twice. So I kind of this year I was finally able to go and win it myself. So he was it was great to have him there to support me because. Uh, you know, both of us, we, we were always battling it out against each other, and to have him there supporting me meant a lot to me. That's good to know. Um... Now, Jerry Pandy, I got some questions that have been submitted, honestly, by our passionate viewers. You ready? Yeah. Here's the first one. Do you feel nervous in tournaments? Of course, yeah. It's, it's anytime you're... You've put a lot of effort and hard work into something, and it's time to finally to show show all your hard work. You have to feel nervous, and um, sometimes those nerves can affect you badly, but sometimes they can also help you because when you're when you're in a state of pressure, you sometimes people thrive under that pressure and it makes them perform better. But uh, over time, I feel I've I've definitely improved a lot in that aspect. Because being in that situation multiple times, you're you're gonna get better at it. So um, yeah, I think I think nerves are. I definitely feel nervous anytime I'm on the golf course, but it's something that I'm, I'm working on. 
Now you spoke about, you know, time and effort. And I know you, you go hit uh, golf balls after school with your dad, right? Yeah. Um, I'm just curious, Do you, what would you estimate, like, how many hours do you put in a week into golf? Mm, let's see. Well, it's not just golf course, you see. I do a lot of stuff outside of the golf course. I go to the gym, I do my stretching, all that stuff. So if I had to say, I'd say on a normal school day, about four hours, so that's 20, I'd say about 40, 40 hours a week dedicated okay. to, to getting better at the game. Okay. Now, the um, the second question submitted by uh, our viewers, um, it's kind of related to the original question, but uh, this is co- this is from Cooper Vining at uh, Hi, Episcopal. He goes to Episcopal, came from St. Francis. Um, <laughs> but what does it feel like to drive off the first tee with hundreds of people watching? Yeah, it's... Um, it's like you said it's a lot of pressure but you really have to block all of that out in that moment you have to just focus on on what you have to do and go back to your basics because i find that whenever whenever there's a lot of people watching me you want to you want to impress them i guess so you have to put all of that away and just make it seem like it's a regular shot now speaking of you know hundreds of people watching do you have a general number of how many tournaments you've been to where there are hundreds of people watching? Oh, well, you know, yeah, I'm still playing junior golf, and uh, most of the junior golf tournaments, they they don't have the biggest, they're not the big, most exciting thing to watch. But uh, some of them, I say, like the world championships, the really big tournaments I play in, uh, I'd say around five to ten. I've had a couple hundred people watching me. Nice. Um... Who do you look up to, Tiger, Phil, others? Uh, golf world-wise, I'd definitely say overall Tiger would be my biggest biggest inspiration because Tiger's just done so many great things throughout his career. You see him when he was 21 years old, he won the Masters, and that's that's really impressive to see what he was able to accomplish. And uh, He really inspires me to become a better golfer as well as, well as uh, many other people around me. Now, Javier, what are your plans for golf in the future? And do you have interest or are you interested in playing golf for certain universities? Yeah, um, right now as a sophomore, uh, I'm, uh, I'm first trying to go and get into a good college academically that's good uh, academically as well as in, in golf, which is something that's very important to me. So I haven't, I haven't really made any decisions yet, but first I'd like to play college and then Depending on how well I do, I I would love to turn pro. That would that would be a dream of mine. But it's very difficult. Uh, people don't realize how much how mu- how good you have to be to be the best in the world at something. So it's it's gonna take it's a long journey. But I'm looking forward to it. Now, Javier, I, I was scrolling through my phone this weekend on uh, YOLO, um, looking through all the anonymous uh, submitted questions, and this one stood out to me. What does it take to be elite at everything you do on a daily basis? <laughs> um, well, I guess I don't know how to respond to that. I, I appreciate that uh, amazing compliment, but I wouldn't say everything I do is elite. I try my best, and that's that's all I can do. All right, Javier, I got a personal question. Today is Wednesday, April 14th. I think this is either publishing today or tomorrow. We got dodgeball preliminaries today. Are you ready? course well Javier, i'm glad you took that trophy home thank you for your time and your amazing stories to our listeners thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next podcast next week 
featuring Henry Siegel and his accomplishments in getting top-tier film companies and celebrities to his motion picture club, such as uh, Steve Bellamy, president of Kodak, Henry Juice, and Ariel Shulman, uh, founders of the term catfish, and celebrity James Corden. See you all next week.